Hey, everybody, it's Eric with another Random Chatter News Roundup. This one's recorded January 30th, 2018. We missed last week. Sorry about that. Still kind of recovering from being sick, but we are back. We've got a couple of weeks worth of stuff to cover. Some of it you may have already picked up on, but uh, we're going to get through it as quickly as we can because we've got a lot of renewals, a lot of cancellations, a lot of little details to get through. So the Emoji Movie has now become a part of history, though I'm not sure it should be. Saudi Arabia, if you don't know, has had a 35-year-old ban on movies in theaters. And they have lifted the ban in the first movie shown in Saudi Arabia after 35 years was the Emoji Movie. I'm guessing after that, it'll probably be another 35 years before they show anything else. The Oscar nominations have come in. Get Out has been nominated for a lot of stuff, which I'm very happy about because I loved that movie. Unfortunately, Wonder Woman got nominated for nothing, for which a lot of people are very upset. Uh, but some good news. John Williams has now become the most nominated person alive with 51 nominations. 51 so far. I mean, hey, dude could pick up a few more. The Razzies have been announced. I won't go over all of the nominations, but uh, for Worst Picture, we have Baywatch, The Emoji Movie, Fifty Shades Darker, The Mummy, and Transformers The Last Night. Now, I'm going to whip through a lot of these as quickly as I can here without elaborating too much, unless I really feel like it, because hey, that's what I do. Uh, there's a rumor that Marvel is ending all of their current animated TV shows. I, I don't have this on good authority yet. Uh, the rumor is floating around. It's I'm guessing if they do that, it'll be because of some sort of a uh, kind of wiping the slate clean and moving forward with um, a new selection of stuff that either all tie in together or tie into the MCU or blah, blah, blah. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. Some movies have changed their release dates. Deadpool is moving up from June 1st to May 18th. Most of you probably heard about that. Uh, because we talked about it on Echo Base, because it is the week before Star Wars Solo comes out. Or, I'm sorry, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Unless you're in China, and then it's now being called Solo, A Story. Because they've removed Star Wars from the title in China. Check out the latest episode of Echo Base for more on that. The New Mutants is being moved back 10 months from April 13th of this year to February 22nd of next year. Gambit has been pushed back from February 14th to June 7th, and apparently it has now missed its uh, starting production date, so it might be moved even further back than that. Don't know yet. Cloverfield 3 was due out in this quarter. In fact, we had it on our movie draft, and we had to take it off of the movie draft because it was announced that it was being uh, moved to April. I think it was April 20th. Now there's a rumor that it might go straight to Netflix. Not because it's a bad movie, but because Netflix has decided that it's worth it for them to pay to get it on Netflix. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with that whole deal, but who cares about Cloverfield 3? That's old news. Cloverfield 4 apparently is in the can. It's done. It's, it's good to go. Post-production, everything. It's ready to go. It's going to be hitting theaters October 26th of this year, before Halloween you'll have Cloverfield 4. So all of those people out there who are complaining about getting a new Star Wars movie every year, you're going to get two Cloverfield movies this year alone. Within, like, what, eight months? 
of each, not even that, six months of each other. So it's allegedly titled Overlord, is set in World War II, and apparently Hitler is using supernatural forces to halt the D-Day invasion. So there you go. Cloverfield 4 already done, and we haven't even seen Cloverfield 3 yet. We don't even know when it's going to show up or in what form, but its sequel's already done. Good to know. If you are a child of the 80s like me, well, born in the 70s, but grew up in the 80s uh, into the 90s, you will appreciate the fact that Def Leppard finally now has all of its albums uh, available for streaming. It's about time. All right, renewals. The Walking Dead has been renewed for season nine with a new showrunner, which a lot of grumpy fans will probably be happy about. Angela Kang, who's been a writer and a co-executive producer since 2011, will be the new showrunner for The Walking Dead when it comes back for season nine. Hulu is renewing both Runaways and Future Man for season two. If you haven't seen it, Runaways is based on a, a lesser known Marvel comic. The show so far has been pretty good. It's it's a little more, um, I feel like it's more juvenile than something like The Gifted, but it's a decent enough show. Future Man, I'm about halfway through it. I'm not that thrilled so far. I mean, it's really, uh, I'm, I'm not even really sure why I'm still watching it. I think I'm watching it because it feels like it could get good at some point. It's just, it's not there yet at all. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? L.A. to Vegas gets more episodes for its first season. I gave up after the pilot on that one. Ellen's Game of Games gets season two on NBC. Amer American Dad has been renewed through season 15. Neil deGrasse Tyson will be hosting a second season of Cosmos on Fox and Nat Geo. Fox has also picked up 911 for a second season. Amazon has renewed The Tick. For a second season, if you haven't seen The Tick so far, I think they've got the first half of season one available. The second half of season one is coming very, very soon. It's a good show. You should check it out. Ronish is renewed for season two. For some strange reason, Fuller House has been renewed yet again for season four. And Happy, the new show on sci-fi, has also been renewed for season two. As for cancellations, this is not official. But Johnny Galecki from Big Bang Theory, he plays Leonard, and he's one of the executive producers, believes that the show will probably end next season. He says it's um, it's kind of run its course, and everybody is thinking it's it's probably about that time. Hulu has canceled Chance, which I did not watch, and Shut Eye, which I've got on my list and I want to watch it because it stars Jeffrey Donovan from Burn Notice, who I think is a very, very underrated actor. And... Um, now it's canceled. So hopefully the second season, I think it's on season two. Hopefully it wraps up without a cliffhanger. Louis C.K.'s animated series, The Cops, has been dropped by TBS. And so it's pretty much anything else he's touched been dropped by anybody else. Netflix has canceled Lady Dynamite after two seasons. I know nothing about the show, so I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, the Shannara Chronicles, or however you pronounce it, there's been a little bit of a debate on the last episode of Random Chatter about that. Uh, that has also been canceled. And uh, a new um, a new expanded universe, a, a consolidated universe, whatever you want to call it, 
a, a cinematic universe for the Hasbro projects. They were talking about bringing in a lot of their um, lesser known toy franchises under one cinematic universe. Rom and Mask were going to be the first two movies coming out. Those projects are apparently dead. A little sad about that. Mask, I think, could have had potential, believe it or not. As for upcoming projects, Blumhouse, the uh, production studio known for Get Out, Split, The Purge, Happy Death Day, a ton of other things, will be producing a monthly horror anthology for Hulu. There have been some rumors recently about a revival of Lost at ABC. Um, news has come out. There have been no official talks about a Lost revival at ABC, so I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. However, NBC has picked up Manifest, which is being called Lost Meets Resurrection. So take that for what you will. TNT is doing a Snowpiercer series. And I'm sure you've heard about the fact that it looks like Marvel's finally giving Black Widow her own movie. The Dark Mirror episode, Callister, the one that was kind of a, a Star Trek-ish meet virtual reality meets online gaming sort of episode. A really, really good episode. And Dark Mirror is a great series on Netflix if you haven't caught it yet. That episode might be getting its own spinoff series. I highly recommend you check it out. Again, the episode is called Callister. An X-Men spinoff movie for Kitty Pride, a.k.a. Shadowcat, is in development. Paramount is picking up the previously announced Vampire Chronicles TV series based on the Anne Rice novels, and Brian Fuller will be doing the pilot. I have absolutely no interest in that one, but I know a lot of people will, and it will probably be successful just because of the source material. Speaking of successful source material, Stars has picked up a John Wick spinoff series called The Continental, which if you're a fan of the series, you can probably already guess where they're going with that. George Clooney will be producing Catch-22 for Hulu. J.J. Abrams is working on a new sci-fi drama called, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this correctly, Demimond. And uh, apparently both HBO and Apple are aggressively bidding on it. Joel McHale from Community and Talk Soup will be hosting a weekly Netflix variety talk show coming in February. Tom Hanks will be playing Mr. Rogers in an upcoming biopic. Freeform will be bringing us a Party of Five reboot. Yay. Sure. Why, why not? Might as well, right? NBC has greenlit the previously rumored Bad Boys TV series. Also, Magnum P.I. and Cagney and Lacey, both of those have been greenlit as well. I believe those might be for CBS. Also for CBS, Murphy Brown. Candace Bergen will be reprising her role as Murphy Brown for CBS. ABC has officially picked up the Greatest American Hero reboot. Uh, they've picked up a reboot for Charmed. Steven Spielberg has sent out a casting call for his reboot of West Side Story. You know, we might as well just have a reboot podcast. I mean, come on. At some point, this has got to stop, right? I mean, you'd think so. Apparently not. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, best known, at least in my opinion, for Shaun of the Dead, will be doing a low-budget paranormal comedy series called Truth Seekers. FX will be bringing us a TV series for What We Do in the Shadows. 
the makers of Gotham are going to be doing a similar series called Metropolis for DC's upcoming streaming service. Now, this one, I, I, I don't get it. Because Gotham, like Batman has this, this villains gallery that is epic. Some of the best known comic book villains, at least in the DC universe, are Batman villains. So Gotham without Batman or prior to Batman, actually there's a lot going on there. Superman and, and Metropolis. I mean, before Superman shows up in Metropolis, what's, what, what's the big deal? I mean, it's basically like New York city. He doesn't have the rogues gallery that that Batman does. I just, I don't understand how this would be seen as a compelling series, but uh, who knows? Box office results. Maze Runner, the death curse opened with 24 million. Not very good. Not very good at all. I think this was the weakest of the series so far. However, it was enough to beat out Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. I'm very proud of Maze Runner for beating Jumanji. Maze Runner is so good that it opened higher than a movie that's been out for six weeks. <clears throat> yeah, that, that is sarcasm for anybody not keeping up. Uh, in fact, second, third, fourth, and fifth place on the list are all movies that have been out for six weeks. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is in second place with another 16 million, bringing it to a total of 337 million. Hostiles, which, now to be fair, this was in limited release for most of its uh, run so far of six weeks, but it brought in 10 million for a total of 12 million. So, you know, uh, The Greatest Showman brought in another 9.6 million for a total of 126 and a half million. And The Post rounds out number five with 9.1 million for a total of 58.8. This is the first time I've seen 80% of the top five in their sixth week of release. That's, that's incredible. All right, the movie draft. You know, it's still a little bit early for the winter movie draft to really have any significant results. However, there is one item of note. Lou picked up Insidious for one credit, and it's already gotten $63 million, which beats out my having Tyler Perry's Boo 2 for one credit, which I think brought in $47 million. So congratulations, Lou. I, I passed the crown to you for the best use of a single credit in a movie draft. As for the audience draft, again, a little early for the winter draft to really get to anything, but we can finally announce the winner for the fall movie draft. Erasure has $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. Zach F. has a little over $1 billion. To my recollection, those are the first two people to ever break a billion dollars on one of our movie drafts. So congratulations to both of you. And then Mike E. comes in third place with 991 million. Uh, we had a few other people in the 900 millions. I know Chickafant was one of them. I uh, don't remember the others off the top of my head, but it was, it was a pretty close, uh, close race this time around. So good job to everybody. Fantasy Movie League. If you're not familiar with this, this is something that's more of a weekly thing as opposed to a quarterly thing. And uh, you don't bid on movies and, and have a collection of them to see what they do at the box office. Instead, you'll run, you run a virtual theater and you have eight screens each weekend. You have to decide what movies to put on those eight screens. You could have all eight of them be The Last Jedi if you want. 
or you can divvy them up and have a different movie on each screen, whatever you want to do with it. But you have um, in their system, in the Fantasy Movie League's system, and this is not run by us. This is a, a different website altogether. Um, you get $1,000 to spend on, or 1000 fictional dollars to spend on these movies. And the values of each of them are based on analysts' predictions for how they're going to perform at the box office. So an opening movie is going to cost a lot more than a movie that's been out for six weeks. But if the success of the movie that's been out for six weeks is better than expected, then that's going to benefit you more than a movie that's opening. And it might bring in a larger dollar amount, but it does less than expected because you will have, has, have spent more to get that movie and you're not getting as much bang for your buck. So anyway, it's open to everybody. It's free to create an account. You go to um, fantasymovieleague.com or you can go to randomchatter.com slash FML invite. And uh, not only does that take you to the page where you can sign up if you don't already have an account, but if you have an account, that'll put you right into our random chatter league. You can set up your own leagues within this system. And we have our own, it's only uh, 10 players so far. So go ahead and join up. Um, the seasons are relatively short. I think they're only about 10 weeks apiece. So there's a new season starting soon, but you can start at any time. And I think it's almost more fun to just go week by week than it is to, to look at the results for a whole season. So this week, Tim happens to have won with 84 million. Lou came in second. I came in third. Normally, it's not the staff that makes the top three, though, <laughs> sadly. Uh, Tim's picks this week were Jumanji, The Greatest Showman. He had Hostiles showing on five screens, and then he had one empty screen. You do get a $2 million penalty for any screen you leave blank, but if you don't have enough money to fill it with something else, then sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So congratulations to Tim. Again, if you haven't played before, randomchatter.com slash FML invite for Fantasy Movie League that will take you to the site that will get you into our league within the site. It's a lot of fun. You should check it out. New releases. Winchester is the big theatrical release this week. If you missed the Ant-Man and Wasp trailer that just came out, that's probably the biggest trailer release. I'm not going to include Dundee. Don't even ask. New on DVD this week. Not a whole lot interesting. Professor Marston and the Wonder Women and Tyler Perry's Boo 2. Uh, I think the star also comes out this week. So two of the three of those are holiday movies for which the holiday is no longer here. But what can you do? On iTunes, Darkest Hour comes out on Tuesday prior to its DVD release. New on streaming, the big one is going to be Altered Carbon Season 1, a new series on Netflix. Uh, new sci-fi series. It looks pretty good. You can uh, see the trailer on Netflix already. That comes out, I believe, uh, and of course, like an idiot, I didn't write it in the show notes. I believe it comes out February 2nd. And that's it for new releases. Actually, that's it for the entire show. A little longer than I would like, but man, there's a lot of new stuff and cancellations and renewals and ugh. hopefully next week we can get into some more traditional news items. But that's it. For this week's Random Chatter News Roundup, don't forget to check out our other shows at randomchatter.com. We've got Getting Sidetracked is coming back. We're recording a new episode with a couple of new hosts this week. We've got Echo Base. We had a very special guest on Echo Base this week. I don't want to spoil anything. Not a celebrity, not someone whose name you'd probably recognize, but a great host with some great insight, um, some professional insight about some highly debated topics within The Last Jedi. 
you don't want to miss this episode of Echo Base. We've got a new random chatter. We've got a new real quick review that's being released this week. I've got a couple of new microcast episodes getting released. We've got a lot more stuff coming down the pipe that I can't wait to, to be able to finally get to talk about. Uh, we would love to hear from you, though. Send us feedback. You can send it to randomchatter at randomchatter.com. And that's it. Until next time, take care. <laughs>